142 peeps the ultimate deck podcast need a show about outdoor living this is where it's at with your host shane chapman and, and bryce Wolanyuk. thank you for tuning Ooh. in now let the show begin yeah, yeah. the ultimate deck podcast what's let's up what's up bryce what's up shane oh just you know what i uh it's not a good day for me bryce you're having a rough day I what you do now? My reign of terror on the ping pong table came to an end today. I lost a best of seven match to Sam, four to three. Sam's like getting and I was up the first good. two. I was I had him two nothing. Oh, he came games. back and then yeah. Oh, and then I think I had him like then it was two two. Then I had him three two, and then I gave up the last two matches to him. Oh no! It was out of sheer exhaustion because I had played you just prior and you wore me out. That's right. So Mm-mm. it is what it is. Ping pong's a great game, though. Have you been watching Olympics much at Not all this week? Two weeks? Only on TikTok. Have you been watching ping pong on TikTok? <laughs> no, I haven't. I've missed. I haven't watched any. What's of your pong. favorite Olympic moment of twenty twenty one Tokyo uh, that you've seen so far? That I've Whether seen it's so far? Like good, funny, bad, otherwise gross, like any of them. Uh, just your biggest s- reaction. Just watching the speed walking guys. Did you? <laughs> To get that side to side thing going, yeah, I gotta. I should be watching those guys and getting some loose hips in there too. I feel like the hardest thing about speed walking is not running. I, I completely <laughs> agree. I like it's you, the mental there, game. There. there is a violation, right? Like if both yeah, of your feet leave the ground at the same time, you're what exactly. disqualified, or you just get a penalty? Time I'm penalty? Pretty sure you're disqualified. You're out. Yeah, that is tough. See, like that's what I'm thinking. It's not hard to run as fast as you can if you're the guy in front. You're fine, right? Because you're not. Not focused on anybody. You're focused in front. But if you're the guy behind, you're like, you know, all it would take is just a little jog, and I'd catch up. Right. Like you want to, <laughs> you want to push it. Yeah, this, you're, that's a good point. I would not want to be a speed walker. I have not speed walked to anything in my life. Because why in your everyday life would you ever have to speed walk? Just run. Just start jogging. Right. Like, just, take, just jump a little. <laughs> You've actually got me really thinking about this. Like, why is that a sport? I have no idea. I, there are lots win? of things that should should be in the Olympics. How is that Canada aren't? at speed walking? I don't know. Were we up there? No, some like Norwegian guy. It's probably Dude, practices got, in the snow. He's got places to be, <laughs> but not too fast. No, not too fast. He's probably from Finland. He's only like a few minutes late. Not <laughs> doesn't want to work up a sweat. Doesn't want to run there. That's the crazy thing, though. Is but watching walking those guys, will make me late. They're sweating. They're I bet they are. Buckets. You must be like just tense, like. To, yeah, like you got to stay grounded through your feet. Like stay grounded. I've been doing a lot of yoga lately. That's what she says a lot to me. My stay yoga, grounded. my YouTube yoga teacher. She's oh like, yeah, you got one of those. Be grounded through your feet. Yeah. Um, she her name's Speed Ad- Her name's Adrian. I'll I'll <laughs> I'll uh, I'll, uh, I'll introduce Adrian. You. <laughs> I'll introduce you. Yeah, if you want to do yoga, look up thirty days of yoga with Adrian. What day are you? She's on? fantastic. Uh, Twenty one. So what do you do after those thirty days? I'll you start do over again. Yeah, I might take speed walking. <laughs> speed walking with Bo. Speed walking with Bo. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. No, but I think I'll keep doing it. I've actually been enjoying it. You're a yoga? My yoga, yeah. Now? It's not like, so I wanted to be getting moving again and doing something, but I'm not the guy who's going to get up at 6 a.m. and hit the gym. You're going like, to hit the yoga. I, I'm a slow start, man. I'm a night owl, so I don't, I don't pop out of bed and be like, let's go lift shit. Why don't you work out at night? I do, like, I, I, well, when I do work out, it is oh, at night. Oh, okay, okay. 
But the problem for me is that I get home and then it's just, I'm just like, I'm just swamped with wife, kids, supper, blah, 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 bath, kids, put kids bed. By the time I actually have a chance right. to do any of this stuff, it's nine o'clock. Yep. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, okay. I, I don't exactly feel, yeah, let's go ahead and lift shit then either. <laughs> That's what pre-workout's for, <laughs> man. I just, but yoga I can get into because I'm like, this isn't super intense. Like I can, I get into it. And yeah. then once I, once I start doing the yoga by the end of it, often I'll do another one. Or I oh, will lift, or I will lift some weights. Oh, because then you you've gotten your blood flowing yeah. and you're not tired anymore yeah. and you're moving. And you're like, oh, I can't, I just kind of feel warmed up now. Because yoga is not this. I shouldn't say not all yoga is. Some of those yoga. Some of it's pretty. What about hot yoga? Pretty intense. But this one, for the most part, it's like there might be some challenging moves here and there. But for the most part, on the twenty minutes or whatever it is, twenty to thirty minutes, by the end of it, you're not gassed. Right. Like you're you're right. relaxed. You're whatever. Like, ah. So you feel like you can do more. So I feel like it's a. It's a good uh, gateway. I got to say, though. It's a good gateway uh, exercise for me. I think it's working for you because you've come in here now twice this week without coffee. What do you think that means? <laughs> you think it's related? <laughs> Maybe. You think it's related, Bryce? Maybe you're not drinking as much coffee because you're now awake to start the day. Maybe. But I'm not doing you're, it in the morning. You're I, grounded. <laughs> I was doing it in the morning. I was doing it in the mornings when my wife was still working from home, but she's now back at the office. And so now she's gone before eight. <laughs> and so uh, I'm stuck getting the kids ready and getting them out the door and getting the dog walked and all that stuff. I'm doing that in the morning. And it's just like, I don't. No time for it's yoga. It's gone. Like I, I roll in here at 930 or 10 o'clock. Yep. Like if With I no put, coffee. If I put yoga in there, <laughs> it's one. 20 <laughs> minutes of yoga and then like dick around some more. So, anyways, that's my that's my activity. I haven't watched much of the Olympics yet this year. What about those volleyball serves? I didn't even yeah, know that was that? a thing. What is with that? Is that like are they all doing that? Is that a thing? Like that the seems sky, to be the they thing. just sky it. They sky it now. It's like they punch the shit out of it as high as they and can. They put so much spin on it. So I don't understand the like. I feel like that would be easier to track and return than a than a big old spike that they're used to. I think doing. it's probably easier to return. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it seems like a lot maybe of them like, are doing maybe it. Maybe it floats in like like a knuckleball. Maybe yeah, it's, it's kind of like knuckleballing. It's like hard to tra- like track or something. I don't know. Let's okay. See. What do you want to do? You want to do some uh, moments of uselessness? Let's do it. Okay. Haney Construction's chirping our yoga chats. Hey. Pound sand, Haney. Try it out. Right. You'll see. We'll get a whole new audience of six viewers that do appreciate yoga. Get grounded. Maybe we'll start doing yoga on the podcast. Okay, so you remember a few weeks ago when I told you about that dumb game? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. A hot dog game. is a sandwich. Get, don't bring this shit back up. <laughs> so I opened it. The game. The game. Okay, let's go. What you do ready? we got? Yes. Okay, so I got a bunch, but here's a good one to okay. start the day with. I'm excited. Cereal with milk. Yeah. Is soup. No, it's not. <laughs> Prove me wrong. It could just be cereal. <laughs> What's mushroom soup then? Soup. Why is it why is it not mushroom cereal? Because it's made with mushrooms and not greens. It's made with mushrooms and not grains? Yeah. That's the only soup? thing that makes this Yep. Soup? soup is like vegetables and and fungi. <laughs> I guess. And c- cereals are just categorized as breakfast meals, and they're made traditionally from from grains, mostly. Or we don't have any vegetable-based uh, cereals, except. Do you remember? <laughs> you ever see the movie Daddy Daycare? Yeah, yeah. When yeah. they were like, their their job was to to try to sell veggios. Right. Exactly. 
<laughs> I mean, it doesn't work. You saw that. It doesn't work. That's right. It doesn't work. So, you're no, right. You're right. Soup. Just because you put a liquid onto something that's not liquid doesn't make it soup. That's true. You know what is soup? Soup. Hot tubs. Hot tubs are soup. <laughs> I think you won that one. Yeah. Talk about mushroom fungi. A bar of soap yeah. cannot be dirty. Uh, yeah, I can. How can a bar of soap be dirt? Because it's in essence it of itself, it's clean. Yeah, but it, it can be, it, it can have dirt on it. But is it dirty? Yes. What makes it dirty? The dirt. <laughs> Are you dirty if you have dirt <laughs> on you? Are you, so you go into, you, you go, let's, you go into a stranger's shower. And there's a, <laughs> why am I in a stranger's <laughs> right? shower? To make my point. That's why you're in there. <laughs> and because you're weird. Whoa. And because you're Mario, bloop, 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 bloop. I do check you never that know what drain out. you're going to yeah, come up. That's right. Exactly. You see a bar of soap, got a bunch of curlies on it. Ooh. Are you as willing to use that bar of soap as you are a fresh one out of the package? No. Why? Because it's dirty, no, Bryce. because it has that's hair why. on it. And the hair makes it dirty. That doesn't make it dirty. Well, what if there's dirt there's on it? There's hair on your face. What if, yeah. <laughs> are you dirty? <laughs> right. You don't change your underwear. So what if, a, what if a muddy dude, what if a muddy dude uses that bar of soap <laughs> and leaves mud on the soap and you can visibly see there's muddy fingerprints in the soap? Is it? Yes, of course it's dirty. No, it's not dirty. Well, this, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. Bryce. Okay. You, you beat me. Deep dish pizza is actually a casserole. Boy, I I am. Mm. And I, you love deep dish pizza. <laughs> I, I had a really strong first reaction to disagree with you, and then I was like, "Well, I don't know that that one offends me too much. <laughs> I think I can live with that." Okay, that one. I thought I would get you with that one. Casserole, hey? That's okay. I find I feel like that would be a really hard one to argue against because what is a casserole? Well, it's just like a it's bunch of a anything bunch of stuff. just thrown into a pan. It's like, well, that's what deep I think, dish pizza. Kind I think is. your argument against it is that deep dish pizza has a crust. Otherwise, it's a pie. Oh, yeah. Good point. Then I disagree. It is not a I casserole. I agree. It's not a casserole. Yeah. It's pizza-ish. It's pizza. It could be pie-like. Yeah. It's t- like you, it's hard to cut into like pie slices, though. You just kind of like, or like pizza slices. You just kind of eat it with a fork. Like it's like, you know. You eat deep dish pizza with a fork? Uh, yeah. You don't, you don't pick it up. Are you crazy? You got to let it set. Well, you got to let it set. Yeah, for sure. And you pick it we up. We don't pick it up. Okay. You pick it up? Yeah, I pick it up. That's weird. Why? Well, listen, because I'm gonna get Bryce, my hands dirty. Because it doesn't pick up. It's like it doesn't. It's not stiff. It's not stiff. Nor is it thin enough to pick up and like fold and do the but thing it's with. Thick. It is thick. But I went to like I've been to Chicago and had some of the authentic stuff, the real good stuff, yeah. and they don't serve it like that. Like they bring you out the the tray it was cooked in. They basically like cut. They cut it for you, and they're like, "Here's your fork." Like, here's your fork. They don't give you. They don't give you like the pies. The pizzas. What's the thing called? The, the pie the lifter. The lift. Yeah, the triangle thing. Yeah. They don't give you I one know of what those. You're talking about because it's not. They don't. That's not how it works. Okay. Next. Okay. Here's then. Okay. So now that we're talking about forks, a fork. I is, want people on the Instagram to be answering these questions too. They should be. Like, come on. Some, let's get some interactivity. Is pie. Sorry, is deep dish pizza a casserole? Yes. First of all, is it a casserole? Is it a, is it classified as a casserole? What's the next one? Next one is fork. A fork is better than a spoon for mac and cheese. Oh yes. Agreed. Oh yeah. I don't yeah, understand. That's, that's, I know lots of people that, that use one spoons, out of the game. and I'm like, get out of here. Yeah, speed walkers. <laughs> right. <laughs> just just jog. Come on. Of course it's a. Why would you eat it with a spoon? Know. That's some weird. people do. Some people do. Don't get on. My Fa- kids don't even eat with a spoon. Really? My uh, kids do. 
kid. You gotta stab the noodle. You gotta, you gotta stab the noodles. I guess we're really the speed walkers in the mac and cheese. I eating. wouldn't be super. I just want to say that if somebody, um, if somebody used a spoon in front of me with eating craft dinner, I wouldn't be offended. Not at all. I would let. It, I would let it slide. You let it slide. Yeah. But if they didn't put ketchup on it, it should have ketchup on it. Not all craft. Okay. Dinner. You know what? Craft dinner. Is it, sh- it has to have wieners in it. Hot dog cut up in it. It doesn't have to, but it's infinitely better if it does i agree some hot dogs cut up in there and then ketchup yeah that's that's my that's your go that's it that's it that's That's, the best that's how best served i agree you know what i mean hot hot dogs and craft dinner are the way they go together yeah and everything should be cooked together in the same pot right i agree and you know what actually fry it I, I talk like i do this a lot i don't haven't had craft dinner in a long time you fry fry your craft craft dinner. dinner i'm not i'm telling you you get that crisp yeah, man, it's Crunch. so good. It's so good to fry it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I have one more, but Wade's not here. Fork is, look at it. USMC says, fork is okay, but my friends from Chicago pick it up and eat it. Well, what, what do I know? See? Well, Only tourists. Weirdos. Yeah, I, tourists. Maybe I was wrong. I thought they just gave it to me that way because I wasn't supposed to pick what it up. What the fuck but. is craft dinner? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> holy brace, 142 episodes finally Dropping enough. Dropping them. Haney Construction says mac and cheese is best eaten out of a bowl that you can drink it out of. Drink it? What does that mean? <gasps> Look at USMC. What the F is craft dinner? I wondered if this come up. So craft dinner is much a Canadian thing. I know. And I never knew that for a long time. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because they don't like, they just call it mac and cheese. But up, so we also, so craft dinner, <laughs> this is Are, funny because if you didn't, <laughs> yeah, so it's what Canadians call mac and cheese. So that's right. Craft dinner is is basically craft brand mac and cheese. Yes, like we have other. If it's if it's it's only the skinny one inch long noodles, the craft ones. I agree. And because I like I've made mac and cheese in my smoker before, and I don't call it craft dinner. It's mac and cheese. But if it's coming out of the blue box and it's like made yep. by Kraft and they act, like on the box it says craft dinner. That's right. I it's think with a big K, doesn't it? Yep. K D actually now. Yeah, they just call it KD. That's right. So yeah, it's it's a craft brand uh, mac and cheese. Yeah, it's delicious. It's fantastic. Yeah, in its own right. Are you done? I it? have one more, but let's do it. Okay. Uh, Scott Kelly just got in here, so we got to do one for him. A thumb should be considered a finger. Yeah, why not? Doctors don't say you got eight fingers and two thumbs. Yeah, they but you say know you got ten fingers. You know who deserves throat punches the most? People that are like, well, technically you only got eight fingers and two thumbs. Shut up. Shut up. Find a hobby. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> honest to God. How many fingers you got? Ten. No, I no, got you ten. got two thumbs. Shut up. Except no. if you're Wade. He's only got, he's average. Yeah. He's <laughs> average guy. Eight fingers and a buck and a half on the thumbs. Whoa. Let's get to it. Okay, I think that today's episode is, well, first of all. <laughs> Those people that, that say that you have eight fingers and two thumbs, that's who this episode's for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm guessing Glenn is one of them. <gasps> Glenn Matthew, and is it Matthewson or Matheson? I don't know. I've always said Matheson, but there is a W in there, so. Throat punch. Uh, just in time for the throat punch, love it, says Scott Kelly. Uh, 
But we bait and switch. T- Look, Scott. my description is perfect. TC Deck says one inch noodle coming out of a blue box. Guess I'm a craft dinner. Or wait, what is he talking about? Guess I'm a craft dinner. <laughs> I see what he's saying. Oh. Okay. Um, we're going to have to, we talked about bringing down Canadian chocolate bars to Deck Expo for our friends to try. Let's just bring down we should KD. bring down some craft dinner. 100%. So today's episode is brought to you by Glenn Matheson because he <laughs> short shifted us here. And, he's not here. And we had to come up with something in the last minute. But what I did this morning, when I wake up in the morning, what do you do when you first wake up in the morning? You wake up in bed, then what? I poop. Like right away? <laughs> do you get out get of bed? Do you get out of bed first? <laughs> no, I get out of bed and I go to the alarm bathroom. Alarm goes off. Immediately. <laughs> I don't have an alarm. So. <laughs> Okay, so you get up and you go to the bathroom immediately and you immediately and you poop. And I poop. That's a every day? Every day. Do you eat late at night or why do you just poop in the morning? What? And are you always successful in your attempt? Always. Really? Yep. Do you poop after supper? I poop before I go to bed. And when you get up? Yeah. Sometimes I'm a three poop a day guy. <laughs> oh yeah, buddy. Yeah. I'm so regular. That good for you. Like I'm pretty regular too, but uh, I'm very consistent after meals. What is this deteriorated this, what to? What happened here? This is the topic, by the way. I'm sorry I asked you what you woke up and do first well, thing. I, I, where'd you want me to go? To the bathroom, apparently. I'm, I'm being authentic. So, but do you, like, so when you wake up, are you up and out of bed now? Oh, yeah. Because you got to take a reach. Uh, I really got to <laughs> take one. Okay. So you get up, you go to the bathroom, and then you're up for the day, and then you get after it. What, what do we got here? It's great for the system. What is this? Majestic Outdoors. If you put ketchup on fries, is it still finger food? Is it okay to eat it with a fork? It's okay with a fork at that point. No, it's uh, not. Unless it comes from a fast food restaurant. Yeah. Yes. What? So for one thing, if why it's are homemade you putting fries? ketchup on fries? What? What? You dip fries. You don't put it on them. Oh, you're not offended. You in- put gravy on fries. You're okay eating ketchup with fries, but you don't want it to be applied directly to the fries. Yeah. What am I, a monster? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> okay, I can see where you're kind of going with that. You should, yeah, sure. You should always you should dip, dip your fries. I'm, I'm not so convinced you shouldn't just dip your gravy, too. I mean, you can. I'm not going to hold it against you. But You know gravy, what the thing is with gravy, though? This episode's like lots of gravy. Thanks, Glenn. This is an entire episode <laughs> of Moments of Uselessness. With gravy, it's a, it's, you have to be careful. You have to get that shit on the side because you don't know if it's going to be good or not, depending on where you go. Unless you know mm. what the where the you know how the gravy is at the place you go to, I sometimes agree. gravy's not good. Sometimes and you don't want to risk good. it. You do don't want to like, bathe your fries and then find out it's not good gravy here. Do you like the sweet gravy? I hate that gravy. Uh, it can be With a little bit sweet, cinnamon. but not. Yeah, no, no, not gross. the cinnamon. Don't put cinnamon in your gravy. Good God, uh, uh, gravy doesn't. Have this episode's made me realize how much I don't like certain people. You put cinnamon in your gravy and you call thumbs thumbs like strictly, right? Not fingers. Um, okay, so the reason I ask is I get up in the morning and I, I the first thing I do, what, what do we got here now? If you put it on, they get soggy. Haney says, holy crow, craft dinner and constantly shitting. Fundamentals of best deck building practices. Well, how do you start your day? So I wake up and I read my phone first. Like yeah. I said before, I'm not a fast riser. I don't wake up and just be like, oh, top of the morning. Yeah, and out the door I go. No. Yeah. I wake up and I grab my phone and I read it for a bit, probably a solid 10, 15 minutes before I actually crawl out of bed. Mm. And during that, I'm checking in on, I don't know, just notifications on Facebook. And this morning there was a, in one of the deck groups, and I can't remember which one, I think multiple because this person was spamming, but somebody, and this is our topic today. 
Thank you, Glenn. <laughs> and somebody made a post that was fishing for like leads to help sell people social media stuff. And so the person was like, do you uh, do paid ads on social media and how does it work for you? And this was their uh, super, uh, super, what am I trying to say? Controversial? No, super no. like sneaky way oh, of like right. trying like, to get hey. leads off people. And so anyways, this conversation, read your phone while you poop. That's a good, com- I do that too. That's a good way. So why to- don't you just get up and poop? Because I don't have to first thing in the morning. Okay. I mean, if you don't have to, you don't have to. Not first thing. That's weird. So this conversation was like, do you do paid ads? And the responses to this thing were a bunch of people saying, no, that's a waste of time. That's a waste of money. Um, Do good work and you won't have to do that. Referrals are the only way to go. Word of mouth is all that you need. I don't pay for advertising at all. Never have, never will. All these types of comments. Eight fingers, two thumbs. Right. So all these morning poopers were in there (laughs) saying, like basically crapping all over um, the idea of advertising their businesses. Very fitting. And so, yeah. And so I was like, I I have a marketing background and I'm smarter than all these people. And so I- Oh, that's what it is, right? (laughs) I just thought it was dumb. I just thought it was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What do you mean you, you don't have to market your business because you're so busy? My head just went to like that's I think that's the one that I don't get. You're I get that you're busy. I get that like who isn't busy right now? First of all, it's yeah. Pandemic renovation craze right now. Being busy is a good still thing. Still on the back end of it and everybody's busy. Like even shitty guys are busy. I've said shitty a lot in this podcast today. And I even withheld it intentionally Turns a couple out it's times. Be a shitty. Um the <laughs> these comments in the Instagram. You guys should. If you, you, don't, asked, if you don't. If you, you don't tune in live Instagram. to the Instagram, you should. You're missing gold here. I'm not even going to read that one. You have to tune in next time and read it. Uh, but I don't understand the idea that people seem because these a lot of these guys seemed almost like offended or like annoyed that somebody would even ask the question if they're advertising a business. It was like, right. oh, it's a waste of money, waste of time. They had such a bad perception of the idea of marketing and advertising a business, Just in and social media in general. Yeah. And the one guy was like, if you're a master, you don't ever need to do that kind of, if you're, if you're a master of your trade or something, you don't ever need to do that kind of thing. And I replied with, just to be snarky and uh, drum Start up a, a self-serving <laughs> conversation. Yep. Pick a fight. I was like, oh boy, I guess somebody should let McDonald's and Nike know that they're wasting a lot of time and money. And what did he say? Uh, not much. He No, Shut I'll tell up. you what he said, Bryce. There you go. He came back and said... Yeah, well, when you get to the point that you have their kind of money, then you can start to advertise. And I replied with, you've got that completely backwards. They didn't make a billion dollars and then start to advertise. Right. No, they made they a billion dollars first. because they owned the advertising. Mm-hmm. They, and then I, they and advertise. he said, and he replied with something, I can't remember what he said. It was something like super random. He's like, everyone's got their own truth. That was what he said. Cool, after. man. And I laughed at That's it. That's a good one. And then. <laughs> good comeback, bro. <laughs> and then I said. Do you believe that McDonald's has the best hamburgers? Because his point was, if you're the master of your trade. Right. Are you, so in your eyes, McDonald's makes the best hamburger out there? No. No. Of course not. God, no. They just, they know how to I mean, advertise. they're delicious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they are what they are. But if you're going to, like, if if you have a last meal and you're like, get, I want, I am have a hankering for a burger, it's probably not a quarter pounder. <laughs> like, uh, you're probably going to. I don't know, man. You're probably going to get a, you know. My point is, they don't necessarily make the best product out there. No, let's put it let's put it out there straight. They don't. They don't. Make the best. They do not. They do not make the best of anything. No. 
They don't have the best burgers. They don't, oh, fries are pretty good, but probably not the best fries, not the best coffee. You know, you know what they do have the best of? Fountain drinks. Mm. They, mm-hmm. they lost me when they took away their McDonald's orange drink. Like, oh, really? It was a McDonald's brand one? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know about that. It was delicious. That pisses me off too. I know. Already. Jerks. So my point being was most of the most successful companies in their in their industries are not there because they made the best product necessarily. No. Of course you have to have a good product. Mm-hmm. You can't have a crap product and make it to the top. But they got there by advertising and appealing to people and capturing people's attention. McDonald's did it through characterization. <laughs> like they came up there. Yeah. They came by marketing to kids. They figured out that marketing to kids was going to get people in the doors because kids... Kids in the door. Parents want kids to shut up at lunchtime. That's targeted advertising. (laughs) And so (laughs) when you ask a kid where they want to go, none of them say KFC. Nope. They all want to go to McDonald's. And this is is post Grimace and Ronald McDonald and the Hamburglar and the Play Center's most these things don't even exist in most of McDonald's anymore, but it's so ingrained in family culture now, McDonald's, mm-hmm. that kids still ask to go to McDonald's because it's still one of the most kid-friendly places. The Happy Meals, the toys, and everything else. Right. I'm going to say something about KFC, too. It's like an old white guy, and his face is still on the whole thing. It's just <laughs> weird. TC Deck says, I know who you're talking about, and I quit following that group because of that douchebag. Whoa! <laughs> I don't know who he was, but I, was, I thought it was funny. So They're very tasty. What is? Hamburgers from McDonald's. Yeah, I like hamburgers from McDonald's. I Like, I do. Okay. Oh, Hamburglar is the best, he says, though. Hamburglar. They, uh, like, I do like McDonald's burgers. That's for sure. Yeah. Is, is it the best burger I've ever had? No. Is no. that how they ended up at the top of the industry? No, it's not. This wasn't that everybody in the world thought they had the best burger. No. They had a fast burger. Yeah. It was fast, and it was convenient, and it was marketed well throughout the years. Right, exactly. It was marketed well. That's the thing about it. And same with Nike. Nike did not rise to the top because they made the best shoe. No. Per se. They built a brand. These are both brands that were built and then people desire them. And that's how they get to the top. So my point for him was just like being the best at building a deck is is not a good strategy for building your business. You may, like you will be busy. I'm not saying you can't succeed that way. Right. I'm just saying that when when the market slows down and there's not just like enough work for everybody mm, and yes. you, your market suddenly goes from building a thousand decks a year to a hundred decks a year, your job becomes a lot harder to get those hundred than it was when there was a thousand to go around. Exactly. Because you, you know, your crew might need 30, 40 decks to be busy. So, so you need to win, like you need to capture 3% of the market when it's busy. But when you... When it falls down to 100 decks get built this year and you got to p- capture 30 or 40 and people are looking for somebody, mm-hmm. and they, what if they can't find you? They can't find you because you built a really nice deck in the back of Ben's yard. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Did you that, promote that deck anywhere? I mean, yeah. And it's not like it has to be hard. Paid advertising on social media <laughs> gets a bad rap. Majestic Outdoors says, McDonald's is why you shit at 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. USMC says great marketing can overcome a lot of shortfalls. That's right. This is true. And so the general consensus of a lot of the guys in there, I I feel like a lot of contractors feel this way in general because I see and hear it all the time is people saying like, I'm booked up for for the next six months. Therefore, I don't need to advertise. My question back that I've been thinking about all day is like, what exact, what are you building here? If like, are you building yourself a job to pay your bills? Right. Or are you building a brand and a business? Right. 
And I guess my response to you depends on how you answer that question. If your goal is just to, to have a job lined up after the one you're currently on mm. and just work it and collect your paycheck and pay your power bill and your mortgage over and then and you're, and then you're done. Yeah. Then fine. Don't, right. don't put much effort in rely on those word of mouth referrals. Be happy just getting, you know, a couple jobs ahead in the pipeline and just working through them. Just enough. But if you're trying to build a business here, you can't go silent just because you're busy. No, that's the time where you should be the loudest. Bank it up. Right. And you might say like, I don't want my phone to ring anymore. That's fine. Would you rather work for better clients that's or higher budget jobs? I, th- I think the more all- calls that come in, the more selective you can be with doing the work you want to do. It all comes down to what do you, what are your goals for your business, right? Like, like you said, do you want it to be a job or do you want it to be a brand? Do you want to, do you want to be doing the same $2,000 to $5,000 deck over and over and you need 10 of them? Or do you want to be doing one $30,000 or $40,000 deck for every 10 calls, right? Yeah. It, and I, Maybe some guys are happy doing the three and five thousand dollars. Those can be very profitable jobs. You got to work a lot harder to keep that stream of jobs coming in when they only take two or three days at a time. Right, and that's tougher to do if you're refusing to do any sort of advertising. Yeah. Another guy in that chat said, "Like I've never paid for advertising and I never will." And I think that some of these guys are just confused as to what advertising even means. Yeah, I think because I reply and I haven't seen his reply. I think the thread got deleted. Actually, um, <laughs> I replied to him and was like, "Are you like?" No truck wrap, no trailer wrap, no That's yard sign, no website. Right. Like, what do you, like, you're just, you're admitting to being incredibly, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for now? I'm struggling with words today. Neglectful. Yeah. You're being completely neglectful of your business. Yeah. To not even do those simple things. Wrap your damn truck. I'm sure he, my point was, I'm guessing he probably does he do does those things. He doesn't consider things. them an advertising cost. Well, of course it is. Mm-hmm. You, yes, you do pay for advertising mm-hmm. because you've got a truck wrap and you've got a trailer wrap and you've got yard All signs. Things and you, are advertising. Like, and that, yes, they're very effective. I'm not saying whatsoever that people need to spend money on paid promoted social media posts only. And I'm not even saying they have to do them necessarily. Maybe if you're, but I'm just saying don't neglect the platforms. Don't shit on social media because you don't like or you don't understand it. I think social media has a lot of benefits for people that build things that they can show people. Right, you're building a product that you want to build for other people, and you don't necessarily have to put a lot into it other than time. Really, yep. just getting a portfolio of your work out there. I think a significant number of contractors are 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 bad business people. They're great at building things. I mean, that's a and lot. That's, I don't blame them. Like they didn't, they didn't, most guys didn't start a business that they could be really good marketers and get involved in that stuff. They started because they enjoyed doing the trade that they're in with their hands. Right. They wanted to build decks. They don't want to do the accounting or the marketing or the payroll or any of that crap. Yeah. So that's fine. But I just don't like when they take this, uh, this negative look at it just because they don't understand it until USMC's mm. point here. He says, do they not market because they are uncomfortable doing it or they're not that good at it? Yeah, probably some of them don't understand it and they right, think they it's a waste of time. It. A waste of time because they don't know how to use their time efficiently doing it. And then they're the ones that are most likely to get suckered by the, by the, um, well, the, by like the people that started that thread. Right, exactly. <laughs> that are trying to sell you some sort of monthly contract for search engine optimization. Um, there's a lot of that crap that's out there. 
And so this guy, this other guy's point too is, um, I've done some paid stuff on Facebook before and all I ever got was crap leads, just flooded full of people that are like kicking tires and not worth my time. And I replied and said, it doesn't sound like you were targeting properly. Right. And he replied back. He's like, I hired somebody to, to do search engine optimization and whatever else. And, and that's what they tell me too. As if like he, he had already decided that they oh, were okay. lying and that's not true and whatever else. And I was like, well, it sounds like you hired the wrong people too. Right. Yeah. Because, and, and I said, it's, are you, you, it would be silly for you to honestly believe that people that have money and want to spend it are not on social media. Do you, th- like, they're, they're do you pretty think that people build $50,000 decks avoid social media for some reason? No. They want to show, they're they there show too. it off. And Facebook has fantastic ability to filter and, and target and demo, like different demographics. Oh yeah. Like by area, by like, if you're you in the get, States, you can go by income bracket, right? Do you, Target, can't do that here. Target household income of over $300,000 if you want. Yeah. Go for it. In certain neighborhoods that are only 10 years old or 20 years old because you know they need a replacement deck or in a brand new area or whatever. Yeah. People that are already liked different groups that are related to home renovations. and Like, you can you can nail it down to who you, you want to be talking to. Nail it down to guy, people who like uh, the Mercedes-Benz page. Like, yeah. People who are affluent are are okay spending money on nice things. Like, you can do that. You can do it. So I, I don't like when people try something, it doesn't work, and then therefore they decide it doesn't work at all. No, no, no. It didn't work for how you did it. Exactly. It didn't work because you did it wrong. Yeah. Um, what else do we got here from the comments? Precision. Scott Kelly doesn't like it when we talk about wow. decks that don't cost 50 grand and less. Sorry, we don't $2, all build with steel, Scott. $2,000 <laughs> deck. Those exist. They do exist. Yeah. They might be rare. But 100 square foot pressure tree deck materials only here. Like we're in the world of supplying materials. Uh, we don't tack a labor on. So like it's possible to do a small deck for a couple thousand bucks. And get a permit. Wow. They're all over us. I'm yeah. sorry. I said $2,000. Yeah. Start adding zeros to your speeches. Twenty to $50,000. Quigley Deck says in the 2008 housing crash, I broke all the rules of conventional wisdom in advertising. I doubled my advertising budget for 2009. Best decision I ever made. Right. People are willing they're there. They're willing to listen. That's the other thing too. Is that that that's another misnomer I think in all industries, but ours included, is that when things slow down and like like he said in the crash, when things get really quiet and slow, people tend to like claw their dollars back and not spend. And it's like fire their uh, advertising. Now, now the the, the I, I have always said this: the first sign you can tell the business is about to go out of business is when they stop their advertising. Mm-hmm. It's 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 stupid yep for sure the first it's just seems to be like when somebody's like oh we got to cut costs because our revenues have dropped and we're like we're not doing so shit hot it's like the first thing they do is they cut their advertising what are you doing right let's cut the part that people are the talking only about. part that actually brings the business in that we do have let's stop that too oh mm-hmm. uh, there's a leak in the boat make it bigger <laughs> like, let's just let's just put a hole through this thing or widen it up. Better analogy, there's like there's a leak in the boat that we taped. Why don't we rip the tape off? Like, mm-hmm. like no, right, no, find exactly. a, maybe find better tape if it's not working super well. But don't just let the thing sink. Mm. And I, I, you can tell restaurants too when they start to get chintzy with their their like when they change. Like we talked about California subs in the past. Yep. It's like California subs was such a g- great place. Great place back in the day. And you could tell that they were starting to struggle when they started like their serving sizes started getting smaller and they were not offering the same things. It was like shit. Right. Don't do that. No, don't do that. Just advertise a little more. Yeah. I'm uh, not saying you need to advertise a lot either. 
FBP Canuck says, branding has become an absolute 100% full-time job for those that want to grow their business and grow their name. If you aren't doing something to promote the their business, they're being left behind. Great point, Shane. That's why branding companies are popping up everywhere. Branding, um, I think branding's a tough thing to do uh, for a lot of businesses, though, because you really have to think about who you're targeting. Who's your customer first? Yeah, who do you want your customer to be? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. There, I, I think that a lot of contractors would be very well, uh, very wise to go take some courses in, in just some like basic marketing and advertising type stuff, how to build a brand type things. Yeah. Or, or listen to some podcasts or whatever and just start to understand how that all works. Um, my point to these guys in that, in that group too, is like our entire business was built in the back of social media. Sure. We sprinkled out some traditional media there as well, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people that are aware of our little store outside of the borders of Regina and Saskatoon that have no business knowing who we are, or why, <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I mean? There's a lot of small businesses in Regina and Saskatoon that don't have any sort of following outside of these markets because why would anybody know outside of that? But we've done like, we've pushed ourselves on social media. That's the only reason we have an audience outside of that. Exactly. And this podcast is, in some way, a form of social media. And so it's, we've got our name out there. It obviously works. It, it obviously works. We yeah. sell stuff online based on that. We don't run billboards or radio in any other markets at no. all. It's all based off what we do in social media is why we even have a third store online that sells things. None of our online stuff gets shipped here. Right. It all leaves the province. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what else do we got here? How does Scott... TC Dex, how does Scott get his $50,000 jobs? I'd love to just get all 50K and up jobs. Uh, I wonder if Scott was going to answer that or if that's a legit question. Uh, USMC says using social media to promote your business is so easy. Yeah. I mean, one thing I like about social media as a business promotion is that it's it's around forever. Yeah, it's... Uh, it is around forever. They talk That's about not necessarily like, a good thing, but at the same time, my our, it's a good our thing billboards good are going to fall off. Right, like someone's going to paste over them, and they're not going to be up anymore. Except for that one by Mosaic Except Stadium, that still one. up there. So is the Found one on few Ring br- Road, eh? Is it? Yeah, the one by that bridge. That oh, try one. Anyway. Oh, the try ones. We didn't even like those ones, and those are the ones that are still out there giving us free. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> so good. And there's a rider game. First rider game in two years is like uh, what yeah. tomorrow? Yep, Sixth? tomorrow. And so we're going to get some bucks out of that one. Good. Um, to your point, the content stays up there forever. And sometimes it often it can be reused a lot, which they call evergreen content. You can continue to repost the same thing, but you're yeah. right with traditional media. It's one and done. You run the radio ad, the radio ad plays. And when it's done playing, you don't get any residual benefit from it ever again. None, none, zero. When yep. it's over, it's over. Zero. Social media, somebody can still stumble upon that in their searches and they're, you know, when they're spending their 15 minutes in the morning in bed scrolling through shit, it might pop back up again, even if it's six months old, if they were looking for the right thing or if that, you don't like, it's all, it's impossible to understand the algorithms completely. But I sometimes mean, on TikTok, I've noticed like oh, your TikTok's videos have a weird, good man. run yeah. for a week, then your views die off. And then sometimes later, two, three months later, all of a sudden the video just picks back up again. It just hits the right thing and it, yep. and it lives again. And like we, our TikTok account is we've put next to no effort into it and ended up with 7,000 followers. Like if yeah. you can get into something early, right. Um, there's guys like Woodbully who made a name for himself very fast on TikTok. Yeah. 
nobody else was on there. Now he's, you know, he's got some partnerships now with Regal and Clubhouse mm-hmm. and everything else. He's getting noticed because of his work on social media. He's not paying anything on there. He's just spending the time and the effort to post content on there. It's time. And had he just gone after, say, Instagram and tried to do it there, he probably wouldn't have had as much success. Nope. But he went to TikTok where it was a little bit easier to get an audience. Uh, it was new and fresh. But then he funnels people style, to his Instagram. And then he gets back to his Instagram. So it's growing now as well. But even even to like the, like the your posts stay there forever. So my wife has an old Instagram for her stuffed animals that she hasn't made in three and a half years. And she went from 700 viewers. She hasn't posted since before the pandemic. She went from 700 followers to a little over 2,500. No Doing nothing. Yeah. Hasn't even touched it. So the old Doesn't content even answer is questions. still working. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not necessarily even saying you have to go spend money on promoting social media posts. It can be a, it certainly can be a good uh, beneficial tactic to use here and there. Yeah. But at least spend the time to put the stuff up there, put a website up there, promote yourself, brand yourself. You're Again, up. if your goal is just to find the next job and you, and the phone's ringing and that's all you want to do, then fine. But I think there's a lot of guys, especially the ones that are making the effort on social, like that's where the conversation is happening. Like yeah. they're at least engaged in it in some capacity. A lot of guys probably have a a bigger desire to grow their business beyond just being busy mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And if that's you, then you need to you need to put in the work and and create a brand for yourself that people are going to want to come to. And for and for spending money on social. You don't have to spend a lot, but if you were to spend the profit out of one job a year, you would you would most likely, like based on the odds, you would probably get more than one job out of that social promotion. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know what the profit on a, on a deck would be. On Scott's job, on Scott's, it's like all of it, I think. It's all, all of it. Of, it's all profit. All the money so is So if profit. you were to put $50,000 into a social media post, you would probably get more than one job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just like, I guess the, I just don't want people to be so naive to think as to think that because, because things are rosy right now in, in renovation worlds mm-hmm. that you're busy and the phone won't stop ringing. This, that doesn't not last forever necessarily. This can just as easily turn off next year. And you know, sing, if they, who knows how the world's going to work out. If we slide back into a bit of a, you know, a bit of a, depression or, or whatever, like that industry can dry up and all of a sudden you're scrambling for work. And the guy that's going to survive is the guy that people know about. Mm -hmm. He's going to be the first, he's going to be the only guy. And he may not be the best. Nope. He, he'll just be the guy that people are most familiar with. Be the McDonald's, the McDonald's of the construction world. For real though. Why not? Be that guy. Be that guy. It doesn't mean you can't be the best at what you do, too. I'm not saying it's there are it's not lots mutually of brands, exclusive. Right? Yeah. You can be amazing at your craft and build a hell of a brand. I mean, look at, I've referenced these guys before, but Cascade Deck and Fence. Those guys have built a, a great business, mm-hmm. a great brand, and uh, and they build really good, high-quality projects. You can do both. Right. But don't think that your craft exclusive. alone is enough all the time. It's enough when it's busy. Right. It's not enough. I don't know if it's enough anymore. There's so I, much out I, there. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, it, it obviously helps. It does some of the legwork for you. If you just leave a good trail of of happy people behind you, they will talk and you will continue to get some work. But if you're on, the other thing is, so if you're on social media and those people are on social media, they're going to talk more. Right. 
are going to talk. And so they might more. get a refer. Like you might even get somebody that. So you you do a great job for for Candace, and Candace tells Gary, and Gary's like, "Well, I need a deck builder. Who did you use? Oh, we were super ha- super happy with Dunce and Dunce deck building. Exactly. Uh, oh, okay, <laughs> sounds good. So he goes to look them up. Right. He's not, That's he the might first not just, thing people do. He might not just take the your straight word for it. He may not even ask Candace for the phone number. He'll be he like, "I'll look them like up." Candace. So he looks them up, and what do you have on there? Like, maybe no website. I got my logo. Maybe you have a social media thing, but the last post was from nine months ago. And yeah, you haven't been on there. And then they send you a message on there and you don't reply to it. And and you're like, all good though, because I'm, I'm really busy. All good. But what have you done in the meantime and neglecting? So is it better just to not have a social media then? Maybe. It's probably better to have no social media than bad social media. I don't know if that's I, true. Well, I don't know if it is either, but like... It, I feel like it's better to have bad social media than, I mean, it all depends, I guess. If you're not building decks on your deck building site. Yeah. I'm trying to think about that one. Yeah. It's, is it better to be on a platform just to be, just for the sake of being on it? If you're not, if you're just going to neglect it just so you can get one more touch that somebody can see that you exist one more time. I mean, that's what the phone book is. (laughs) People were in the phone book for years. Yeah. So, like, I mean, the phone book, so if you think of the phone book as social media, you should be on there. And yeah, but, so, but the phone book wasn't alive. This, there was no dates time stamping on phone books. Like, right, you were in there and had it lasted to pay forever. to get in there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. You had to pay to get in there. And if you weren't in there, how were people going to find you? People don't go to the phone book anymore. Yeah. People go to the internet. If you're not there in some capacity, yeah, they're not going to find you at all. And I think in most cases, chance. they're finding you more there than the referrals. People are saying, oh, I get word of mouth is the only thing I need. Yes, that does. If you have a good reputation, then the word of mouth does work for sure. But, but it doesn't yeah. negate the fact that you could like that there's a lot of business you're missing out on if that's all you're relying on. But it, again, if you're happy with that, then fine. But in three years when things slow down and the phone stops ringing from yep. referrals, yep. then what? When your rotary phone stops Then all of a sudden you're, you're scrambling to advertise yep. then. And that's not a good time to, well, I mean, it's not a bad time, but because yeah, it's but I slow. Mean, right. But I just like live in people's minds a little bit. Yes. Be, be at the forefront. Even if they don't have, if they don't need you today, like especially in smaller communities where it's easy to kind of be, you know, to, to lead. Like if you're in a small community like Regina, it's not hard to be the deck builder that people know the most because it's a small community. It doesn't take much effort to, I shouldn't say it doesn't take much effort, but like you're not competing against a bunch of other big operations for uh, ad dollars and and promotion. Mm -hmm. You can get your name out there fairly easily. Yep. Um, So just, so do it. So own it. Even if you're busy, like be the people that, that you get, like that people think of first when they're looking for that service. I, I don't know. It's I think you're right. It's really obvious to me. But uh, What else we got here? What is he talking about? That's Massive not a drywall, drywall scene. scene. Butch? Which Any, one? Haney Construction. It's a, it's a wrinkle in the green screen. Anyone else going nuts about the massive drywall seam bulge in the background between these fellas? Looks, look up towards the ceiling. That is a cloth green screen, and that is where it was stapled, and there's a little is there a wrinkle there. There's a little tiny run. Oh, it got snagged right there. Look at that. Uh, not a drywall. There's actually not even drywall on that wall. It's paneling in behind it. 
Regardless, what else we got here? Uh, oh, USMC. He was on it. He knew exactly what it was. Yeah. Um, what else we got here? People search. What is he saying here? USMC. No. No. Lost it. People search social People media. People search social media now like they used to search the phone book. Exactly. Yeah. So the thing, and this is this is uh, social media combined with word of mouth. If I need to find a, somewhere to buy something, I'm going to Facebook and I'm asking. Right, and you're it's big on that. Ridiculously effective. Everyone's like, "Hey, here's my opinion. Here's my opinion." There's some good opinion. Facebook groups set up. Even if you, even not in the Facebook groups, just your own network of people. You ask, like, does anybody know where I can get eggs at eleven thirty at night on a whatever? But I want it to be local. Not a, like you'll yeah. get responses right away telling people. I mean, didn't they build that function into the like Facebook and Instagram? There's right. like a like answer my question. Right, and so if. If that happens and somebody's like, do you, I need some deck builders and whatever rally and a bunch of people get recommended. And some of the guys have not next to no existence on Facebook or maybe they do. And they've got two reviews and they have an average rating of four and a half. One is a four and one is a five. And there's another one gets recommended. That's got 109 reviews and it's 4.8 stars total. And like you, maybe your word of mouth was just as strong. Maybe four people recommended you and four people recommended the other guy. Word of mouth was equal. Yeah. Probably the person who spent more time making sure that he's collecting those reviews from his customers on social media and putting a bit of a presence up on there is going to end up on top of that. That's psychology. His game to lose right there. That's a, that's a scientific proven fact that people will get in line when they see that. Right? right. So it's the idea of would you rather go to a restaurant that has nobody in line for it or a lot of people in line for it? <laughs> right. And if they're right next to each other, I'm probably going to choose the one with a lot of people in line, even if I got to wait. Yeah, it's got to be good. Right? Yeah. So the line theory does hold true, and that's what reviews are on social media. Yeah. I mean, when I'm doing online shopping, I, I bank on I filter by reviews. Oh, yeah, you go by review. If you're on Amazon, There's so you many definitely options. go by review. Well, especially on Amazon. Well, I, need a, I need a knife set. Uh, okay. Knife set. 11,485 results. First thing I'm doing is checking Prime, and then I'm checking four stars and up. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't invested the time to put some sort of uh, persona on, on the web and gathered those reviews, you're not even in my search to begin with. Nope. You're just, you were filtered out already before you even had a chance. Right. So there it is. And then as far as paid, what do you, how do you feel about paid, Bryce? Like, so you, let's like say, paid. let's say you do your Facebook account, your Instagram account. Maybe you're flirting on TikTok, maybe you're on Twitter, maybe you're on whatever. How do you feel about paid posts? Do you think it's necessary? Do you think it's only necessary if things are slow? No, I think do you, you think should, it's necessary all the time. I think you should do some paid posts. I, like I do, <laughs> I do some of this for a living mm -hmm. and, uh, paid posts, depending on your business, are definitely worth it because I think there are a lot of businesses that paid posts don't need to work for, such as like restaurants and food and like that stuff gets a lot of organic traction. Yep. Right. And, and decks can be that way, but you have to be pretty consistent to pull that off. Yeah. So I think paid works instead of consistency a lot of the time. Right. Right. And if, it, the paid can just open you up to a new audience as well. And that's the other thing. It shows you to a lot of people. Social media is, is so busy with so much content getting posted all the time that if you're just there posting your pictures here and there, 
even your own circle of friends isn't all seeing your posts. Like okay. you're, you got a thousand friends and you post something on Facebook, it's going to selectively show it to the to 50 people of the thousand. So you're not going to get yeah, it's everybody all the time. 5% and then it opens up. But that paid reach can get you outside of the people that are already, already following you. Um, so that can yeah. be incredibly helpful. And so, and it doesn't have to be a lot of money either. And it doesn't have to be you trying to sell anything either. In fact, it's probably no. better if it's not. Just post. Promote it. If it throw good. 50 bucks at it. Throw 100 bucks at it. This is not, this is, you 50, don't require a six-figure marketing budget to do this. 50 bucks will get you five to 6,000 people that have never seen you before. Right. And it doesn't need to just be like, here's the project I just finished or whatever. Do something that's providing a little bit of value. Like I know, like real estate agents are good at this, at, at promoting their community. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not promoting specifically their house necessarily that they have listed or them themselves. Sometimes mm-hmm. some of the good ones are posting things like here's the top five places to go for breakfast in Regina. Right. Because it, it, it allows people to learn the community a little bit, but also it provides value to people who aren't even in the market for looking for houses right now. They will reach this entire new subset, but at some point they will be. Mm-hmm. And at some point, those same people that the real estate agent selling houses to are going to need a deck as well. Yeah. So if you can provide whatever, it might be like yard maintenance tips and promote it. Right. Get in somebody's brain for a little bit. Yeah. And, and like I said, like you said, paid doesn't need to be expensive. You don't have to throw two grand at it. So it's, it's accessible for small businesses. Yeah. It like, and it's, it's gotten more expensive over the years, but. Uh, like I remember when we first started, man, 50 bucks on Facebook went a long way. You like were, you're talking 5,000 people. Back there was like 50,000 people. you get 50 grand. Yeah. <laughs> like it was 50, like, people. it was wild. And the radio guys would come calling and be like, hey, you want to do some advertising? And it's like, uh, to do what I'm doing on Facebook for 50 bucks, I got to spend 20 grand with you yeah. or more. And I'm not really getting a target. And I reach. don't even know if it's working. Yeah. I have no feedback whatsoever. Yeah. Exactly. So it was wild. And now like you've got these other platforms that people need, you know, you know, Facebook, the value is, is not there like it want, used to be. That's not to say it's not valuable now. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's more appropriately priced now. Um, but there are other, are other opportunities and we haven't done much with TikTok, but I'm guessing TikTok's ad platform is probably more attractive right now. They probably give you more bang for your buck than a Facebook would right now. I'm guessing. Um, even LinkedIn has started yep. to see a bit of a resurgence. And so if you're doing any sort of business to business type stuff or or to consumer, there's a lot of people on LinkedIn right now. And apparently it's ad platform is actually pretty strong I mean, right now too. I mean, so. yeah. Uh, Deck Protect says, done a couple paid posts. I didn't get too much yield. I agree with Bryce. Consistency is important. Yeah. So yeah, that's the other part is that people kind of do something. They, they, they try to take the easy way out. They try to like, somebody phones them and says, did you know that for only 300 bucks a month, I can improve, improve your search optimization and guarantee your number one on Google. And to the guy who doesn't know, he's like, well, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. I'll sign up. And then right. they do that. And then the people do their thing. I'm not saying they're scamming you. I'm just saying that they probably aren't going to deliver the results that they are promising you necessarily. Mm-hmm. And they, if they, and I also think the contract thing is a, is bogus. If they're asking to lock you in a contract, I think that to me, I don't know how you price your shit, but if you're, nope. if you lock people in contracts, you're a damn scammer. No, it's, <laughs> no, it, yeah. I, I've I don't. run into those people that are like, oh, I'd love to get out of it, but I'm in, I'm in a contract for 14 more months. What? Yeah. Why are you in a contract for that stuff? I don't know. What kind of business has to force you to lock into something for fear that you'll leave? Because the type of business suck. that knows they're not going to deliver on what they're telling you. That's, that's right. the type of business. That's right. That's what drives me nuts with gyms too. I understand it a little bit with gyms. I don't. It's almost for your benefit. 
with a gym membership, but I agree they shouldn't force you into contracts, but I understand they do it because a lot of people go into a gym for two weeks, don't make it a habit, stop going. But if they lock you into a contract, you're more likely to go and then for, yeah, I still don't like it. I still don't like it, but just charge more. Anyways. Yeah. That's yeah. So what do we got here now? Haney, how can I get one of those gorgeous blue tumblers that's next to the deck specialist magazine behind brace? You can't. Are you going to deck expo? That's right. <gasps> it's filled with craft dinner. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you get one. <laughs> we should we should bring some of those full of craft dinner down there. So that's it. That's my rant for the day. I just uh I don't like seeing people's attitudes towards promoting their businesses being so dismissive of promoting sales just because it's busy. I think it's a that's a bad attitude to have. Yeah, about things. I mean, that's pretty short-sighted. Like we were um, bit, we were slammed more than we could possibly handle in March, April, May this yep, year. Yep. It was wild. Like we were pulling her out, but at no point did I phone my advertising places and be like, halt everything. You know what I'm not going to do this year? Advertising. Yeah. <laughs> Take all my billboards down. Uh, we're busy enough. Get them out of here. Stop. Because you just don't know. You need to you need to have your brand linger in people's minds longer than the current moment right now. So, unless you want to be a one and done, then go for it. Yeah. Have at her. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, TC Dex, I'm ashamed to admit that I got hosed by an SEO SEO guy for a year. SEO is a tough one, though, TC Dex. That's, that's the guy. Uh, Quigley Dex, I think it's important to have a marketing and advertising budget, whether it's a percentage of sales, profit, or whatever, but I feel it's important as a part of a business plan. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I completely agree. Like, kind of think about it. It should, like, it doesn't matter. Like, yes, we do ours based on a kind of a percentage of our revenues. And so it, it fluctuates a bit. But if my revenue, if our, if ours, like, if we weren't as busy one year, and let's say I attributed whatever, two or 3% of my top line revenue to um, an advertising budget, and let's say it got really slow one year. I may flex on that. And I maybe say that, you know what, this year I think we're going to go four or five percent. You got to increase. Because I don't want to drop it in half because to the thing we talked about before, less advertising means less business. Right. If we're having slow business, the answer isn't less advertising. <laughs> like the answer is, really? oh, the pie just got smaller. I need a bigger chunk of the pie. That's right. And I can't do that by slashing like my budget as well. I'm also going to close the doors and turn off the lights. Right. Don't turn on the open sign. <laughs> Save save power. We want to save seven cents in our power bill, so don't do that. Right. So um, USMC, I got hosed in an old career the same way. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did we talk about that one? Yeah. Percentage of sales, profit, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, push yourself. Like, spend the winter when it's slower with us us guys in this industry when it's slower. And put that planning out there and plan to do some some promotion for yourself. I mean, just hire ad- somebody. Just advertising, though. Like, portfolio. Like there's a big one. Get some get some business cards. If you're if you're gonna be the guy that's gonna be word of mouth, make sure people can find you easily. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Deck wrap or truck wraps. Yeah. On signs doesn't need to be complicated, but don't thumb your nose at it. Mm-hmm. That's it for us this week, folks. Thanks everybody. Oh, you know what we should say? Speaking of Facebook groups, we have a Facebook group of our own now called the Ultimate Pro Deck Builders Guild. That's us. And so. I started this a while back, but didn't really promote it until recently. And the reason for it is because a lot of these other groups, there's about three or four out there, maybe they started out with the intention of being a place for kind of pro deck builders or industry people to chit chat. And eventually they get 
infiltrated by homeowners that don't know shit. Oh, okay. And then they're going to say marketers. No, well that too, <laughs> but people sneak in there and they start asking dumb questions. And it's like, this is not what this is supposed to be for. This is supposed to be for guys who, and girls who are experts and pros to trade information and to help each other and share and whatever else this yeah. isn't here because somebody wants to know, um, you know, how much, because a lot of the problem is they come in and be like, how much would you charge for this deck? And what they're trying to do is yeah. like double check the numbers they on a quote they got because right. they want to go push back and be a cheap ass with a contractor or something. And it's like, so we built this community and I'm trying to be uh, on top of making sure that it stays pros. So how do people find it, Shane? We also have another community for customers that are not pros if they want. The Ultimate Deck Shop, the Ultimate Deck Customer Community. Oh. They can join that one if they want. Right. So how do you get into the Deck Pro? Well, you just go to Facebook and you search for the Ultimate Pro Deck oh, Builders Guild. It's on Facebook? It's a group. It'll pop up. Yeah, it's on Facebook. <laughs> and uh, you, there's three questions. Answer them. Because if you don't, I'm declining it. Ooh. Because the answer, the questions are designed to filter out people that don't know anything. Mm-hmm. The third question is, what's the actual thickness of a five-quarter deck board? Multiple choice. Multiple choice. So you have a shot, even if you don't know. Right. <laughs> so answer the questions. They're also going to click the decline bu- uh, button on you. Last couple uh, questions here or comments here. Um Deck dogs, uh, some cheap ass builder. Yeah. Or yeah. These groups also become this place where they, people come in and complain about some cheap builder they use. That's your own fault. If you hire a cheap builder. Yup. But anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Take her easy. Peace. Hey, thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site, come and shop, ultimatedeckshop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.